Hey, welcome to the first episode of the Sports Itch Podcast. I'm your host, Deucey Dimes. And today, the first topic for the first episode is about the New York Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones. And the question is, he the answer in New York? So before we get to that, we're going to start with the NBA playoffs. And the Bucks and Nets series ended last night. And Giannis and KD dueled it out. Giannis with 40 points last night and KD with 48. KD has been going off that entire series. But the Bucks edged it out at the end. And they won the series in seven games. And the Bucks are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, KD. KD played his heart out. KD is the man. Giannis said it. I'm going to say KD is the best player in the world right now. And I'm telling you, there's nobody else like him. He's just the bet, one of the best scorers that in the game, like ever. So now there's not a lot to say. Kyrie Irving was out. He got injured. And James Harden was on one leg. So uh, not much that you can say bad about KD. KD played absolutely phenomenal. And now for the 76ers and the Hawks. The 76ers and the Hawks. Trey Young has been feasting on defenses this entire playoff run. His first year in the playoffs and he is absolutely going crazy. He's putting up 20. What was it? A seven game streak of 20 points and seven assists in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, he's the real deal to me. So, game seven of the Hawks and the 76ers series just finished, and the Hawks beat the 76ers. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons played really good, but Ben Simmons cannot shoot. And that's a problem. And that's the problem because I'm not going to see the 76ers as a real threat if Ben Simmons can't shoot. Stephen A. said it. I'm going to say it. I don't think he can get it done. I don't think they can get it done unless Ben Simmons finds a shot or they find something else. But until then, I don't think they're a legitimate threat. Now for the Jazz and the Clippers. The Clippers beat the Jazz in six. And... Paul George delivered without Kawhi Leonard. And Terrence Mann, Terrence Mann out of nowhere exploded for 39 points. It was insane. And uh, the Clippers took the series four four games to two. And Donovan Mitchell again, he, he did it last year in the bubble. He did it this year. He played phenomenal in the playoffs. He played great against Jamal Murray last year in the bubble and he played great against this Clippers defense and but the Clippers were just way way too much and they feasted on Rudy Gobert the reigning defensive player of the year they just took turns scoring all over him it was in, it was crazy and now for the Clippers and the Suns the series started today on Sunday and the Suns took game one 120 to 114. Paul George had 34 points, five assists, and four rebounds. Reggie Jackson had 24 points, four assists, and six rebounds. But Devin Booker exploded for his 
first ever career triple-double in the playoffs, and it was 40 points, 11 assists and 13 rebounds, and DeAndre Aiden helped him out with 20 points, 2 assists and 9 rebounds. And this Suns team, this Suns team is, is great. And once they get Chris Paul back, I really believe that they'll be headed on their way to the NBA Finals. But now, the Suns and the Nuggets, not really much to say about this. Suns swept with the Now, let's get into some stories from the NFL. First, let's start off with the Stephon Gilmore holdout. He's in the he's in the final year of his five-year, $65 million contract, and he was the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, but I'm not sure if the Patriots want to pay him. He was great in 2019. There's a reason why he was Defensive Player of the Year, but he declined in 2020, and it's not, it wasn't a big drop-off. Like, he was, he was still good. But I don't think that they want to necessarily give him a new contract, especially with all the free agency additions that the Patriots made and spending all that guaranteed money. Um, They might look to trade him. It doesn't look like anything serious right now, but we'll see when that time comes. And now for the Titans offseason. Titans offseason and the highlight of it being Julio Jones coming to Tennessee for second, and then Atlanta and Tennessee swapping fifths. So that's already a big, big upgrade. They didn't need, they didn't necessarily need another wide receiver, but getting Julio Jones is just a luxury. Pairing him up with AJ Brown and having Derrick Henry in the backfield, Ryan Tannehill, serviceable quarterback, the possibilities are looking really good. Really, really good. And they also added Bud Dupree. I don't know. I'm sketchy about that signing. So many. But um, the Titans offseason capped off with a Julio Jones trade. I think that they'll be all right. But they did lose their offensive coordinator. And he's the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons now, Arthur Smith. And we'll see what happens with that situation. But hey. And uh there's been a couple holdouts, Jamal Adams, but he was excused. Um, who else? Who else? Xavier Howard apparently wants a new contract. He played really good in 2020. He had what 10 interceptions and had a nasty streak of interceptions inter- after interception after interception. It was crazy, man. Xavier Howard might get paid. He should. He should get paid. He really should get paid. He played really well on that Dolphin, on that really young Dolphins team. And that defense was pretty good. So, we'll see. We will see. And now, let's get into the main topic for the episode. Is Daniel Jones the answer in New York? So, the New York Giants drafted Daniel Jones by the sixth pick in the 2019 draft. Their draft class also had players like Tyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins, just for quarterback's sake. And Daniel Jones played under Eli Manning his first year. 
3,027 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and an 87.7 passer rating in 12 starts that season. He also had a comeback against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that season. It was pretty impressive. But I didn't like that pick at first. I didn't like the pick that the Giants made at first with Daniel Jones. I thought Dwayne Haskins was the better guy. But I think Daniel Jones proved to already be better than uh, Dwayne Haskins in his first season. Dwayne Haskins on the field and off the field has had some problems. So I'm not sure what's to come of him. He's in Pittsburgh now. And I'm sure he'll compete for a starting job once Ben Roethlisberger is gone, probably by next year. And in 2020, in 14 starts, he had 2,943 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions, a passer rating of 80.4. That's, uh, I don't know. Colt McCoy started two games and in those two games one against the Seattle Seahawks where Colt McCoy led the Giants to a victory I think if Daniel Jones started that game they would have lost Colt McCoy played better than Daniel Jones would have in that game just plain and simple so over over the course of his career Daniel Jones weapons have been Saquon Barkley Darius Slayton, Wayne Gallman, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, Odell Beckham, kind of, and Evan Ingram, but he hasn't really panned out to be the guy worth the sixth pick. So I'm I'm not sure. I Daniel Jones, I think he can be great, but I think this year he's gonna have to play to a level of at least a middle-of-the-pack quarterback like Derek Carr at least or I think they're just gonna cut ties with Daniel Jones I think the Giants might move on if Daniel Jones doesn't execute anything this year they added to the offense with Kenny Galladay being the wide receiver one that they need to pair with um Darius Slayton Darius Slayton is really young and I like the way he plays and Zach Fulton he's a guard Kyle Rudolph, the tight end. John Ross, a young wide receiver. If he can stay healthy, maybe a deep threat for Daniel Jones. Devontae Booker, a halfback. And CJ Board. And that's all the addition. That's some of the additions that they had on offense to help Daniel Jones. But in 2019 and 2020, Daniel Jones has turned the ball over a lot. Like a lot, a lot. 36 turnovers in 21 career games. 21 interceptions and 15 fumbles lost. 15. It's it's really hard to get it, but if he wants to have a spot on the team, if he wants to play like a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, he needs to protect the football better. He needs to protect the football better. 15 fumbles lost in two years, that's really bad. That's and Saquon Barkley was injured most of 2020, so I don't think he's more much to blame. I don't think Daniel Jones can take as much blame in 2020 as he did. But 
he still had Wayne Gallman, which came to play. He played fairly well for the position that he was in. And with with him being the sixth pick in the draft, coming up on this third year where they got him, where they got him those weapons, I think if he doesn't use them to the fullest potential this year, or at least maybe not even half of it, I think they might be looking to move on. And there's no way that he shouldn't produce this year with a wide receiver like Kenny Galladay. He's got Darius Slayton. He's going to get Saquon Barkley back. So I don't see how you can't play at least average this year. So I don't know what's going to happen this year. We're going to watch. And I'm hoping for the best for Daniel Jones. I'm hoping for the best because... Everybody went into this draft in the 2019 draft thinking that Dwayne Haskins was better than Daniel Jones, and thinking the Giants should have picked that should have picked Dwayne Haskins over Daniel Jones. And I was one of those people that believed that. But Daniel Jones came out and played fairly well behind Eli Manning in his first year, and so he proved me wrong. I became a fan of Daniel Jones for some time, but 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 but. Those turnovers, those all 36 of those turnovers, all 21 of those interceptions, all 15 of those fumbles lost, that hurts the record. That hurts. In 21 career games, 21 games and 36 turnovers. So, what, and if he starts to not deliver, Halfway through the season, I think the Giants are going to start fielding their options for who's going to be next. Who's going to be the next guy that they bring in to replace Daniel Jones or at least compete with him. So, I don't know. I don't know for Daniel Jones. I'm hoping. I really do hope that he gets that. I really do hope that he has a spark. I hope that he breaks out this year. I hope that that they've given him the weapons that he needs to succeed. His offensive line is hot. It's, it's, it's an offensive line. But if he doesn't produce this year, I don't know what they're going to gonna do. Because you have to move on, don't you? I mean, I'm not for giving up on guys so early, but with the amount of talent Daniel Jones was surrounded by on the offense... And I don't know how much time they're going to give him. Maybe one more year after this, but I think this is the proving year for him. If he wants to get that extension, if he wants to stay in New York, I think this is the year that he needs to show them that he can play at the caliber at least an average NFL quarterback. And if not, I don't think the Giants know if they're going to go draft another guy, try to pick up another guy in free agency, try to trade for another guy. I'm not sure what they want to do. Again, you do have Saquon Barkley, Darius Slayton, Wayne Goldman, Sterling Shepard. He had Golden Tate. He had Odell Beckham. He had Evan Ingram. Um, But who knows? Saquon's coming back. And I hope, I hope he can play to the same level as he did in his rookie year. 
If he does, then that'd be fantastic for Daniel Jones to rely on the running game. But I don't think he'll have to rely on the running game if he plays to the level that he should play with the weapons that he has, such as Kenny Galladay, Kyle Rudolph, John Ross, if he stays healthy. So I hope, I really do hope that this this can be something for Daniel Jones. I hope this year is his proving year. And now with um, Kyler Murray playing really good and almost borderline top 10 quarterback, he has Christian Kirk, had Kendra Drake, and um, DeAndre Hopkins. And he played well with them. He played well with those weapons. DeAndre Hopkins is debatably the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. And Kenny Galladay can play to the level of DeAndre Hopkins. I fully believe that he can play to the level of DeAndre Hopkins. So if Daniel Jones doesn't show it this year, I think Dwayne Haskins does have a does have a chance to become better than Daniel Jones. He's sitting behind Ben Roethlisberger. He's probably going to compete for a spot with Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. Um, I Daniel Jones needs to be the answer. Because if not, then what? Who wants to go to the Giants? What quarterback wants to go to the Giants? I'm not sure. But, but, man, I really, really want Daniel Jones to succeed. But he's going to have to prove that. He's going to have to prove that to the Giants organization. He's going to have to prove that to the Giants fans. He's going to have to prove that to everybody this year. And all eyes, my eyes at least, are on Daniel Jones. And seeing what he can do. Seeing if he can get it done. Seeing if he can prove that he can play to the caliber of a franchise quarterback for the Giants. Now, he doesn't need to make a playoff push. I don't think so. I don't think he needs to make a playoff push. But at least be decent. At least be decent. You're in a division with the Cowboys, the Washington football team, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't think they'll be any good anytime soon. The Washington football team, young team on the rise. But the Cowboys are looking like the best team in that division right now. Dak Prescott coming back. Ezekiel Elliott is coming off of a kind of rough year, but I think he'll be back in form. Um, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and uh, adding Micah Parsons to that linebacker core. The Giants could. It's possible that they could compete for a playoff spot. But I think it's unlikely with Washington and, and Dallas in that division right now. So I think they'll finish maybe third. Third in the division. Maybe last. Actually, no. Phil- I feel like Philadelphia's got that fourth place in the NFC secured. I think they got that locked down because... I like Jalen Hurts, but I think that the rest of the team needs to be filled up before Philadelphia gets stopped talking about as a bottom-of-the-pack team, because that's what they are right now, and that's what they kind of were this year. I mean, the NFC East was just a trash, a trash fire, a dumpster fire, 
it was terrible. But if it's terrible, if the NFC East is as terrible as it was last year, and the Giants can't compete in that division, all eyes are going to be looking at Daniel Jones as the reason why. Because they gave they gave him Kenny Galladay, they gave him they gave him Saquon Barkley back. He has Darius Slayton. He has Evan Ingram. So I don't know what's stopping him. I don't know what's stopping Daniel Jones from being the answer. He can be the answer. And a big part of that is cutting down on the turnovers, protecting the football. Because for the third time, I'm saying these 21 interceptions and 15 fumbles lost in 21 games. That's incredibly bad. That's so bad. That's so, so bad. And so, if he wants to pick up his game, if he wants to level up his game, he needs to cut down on those turnovers. He needs to play like the sixth pick in the draft. He needs to play like he's the sixth pick in the draft. Because all... All I'm looking to see is him improve, 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 improve. And he's in his third year. But if you surround him with this this much talent and he doesn't produce, then maybe it is time to start looking in a different direction. But we will see. We will see what the Giants and Daniel Jones have to do. And we'll see. I'm, I'm willing to hear what you guys think if if anybody hears this I'm willing to hear what you guys think about Daniel Jones and the Giants and the NFC East and the whole NFC as a whole or anything NFL yeah, you can give me topics to talk about in, um, upcoming episodes and anything really feedback all so that that's just about it is Daniel Jones the answer in New York? My answer is I hope so. I really do hope so. I can't give a yes or no right now because I'm waiting on this year to see is he the answer in New York? I need to see if he can produce with the weapons that they've given him. They surrounded him with talent. They've given him Kenny Galladay, a wide receiver, one, a fantastic wide receiver. He played fantastic for the Lions with Matthew Stafford in that dumpster fire in Detroit. We'll see. We will see how that goes in Detroit. I mean, and, um, well, we will see how it goes in Detroit without Kenny Galladay or Marvin Jones Jr. But we'll see how it goes in New York. We'll see how Daniel Jones plays and if he can come to the point where he can play to the level that a six-round, a six-pick is supposed to have. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's excelled. Kyler Murray's probably the best quarterback in the not even probably. He is. He is the best player. He not the best player, but the best quarterback to come out of their draft. He's the best quarterback to come out of the draft. 100 percent Dwayne Haskins is uh, sitting behind Ben Rosenberger and Mason Rudolph. Had two years in Washington. Didn't play well, had some off-field issues, and now Daniel Jones, it's time to step up and be the second best quarterback in that class, like you're supposed to be, like he's supposed to be, he's, 
He was drafted at the sixth pick for a reason. And I want to see that reason come out. I want to see him prove why he was the sixth pick in the draft. I don't want that pick for the Giants to be in vain. And them just move on in three years. I hope Daniel Jones gets it. I hope he really, I really do hope he does. And that's it for me. See y'all next time.